episode of Ballers, Beers, and Banter. I'm your host, Dave. Here with me, Anthony Moose. Hello! What's up? Not bad, not bad, Moose. I like it. I could have kept going longer. I could have kept going longer. You could, uh, but you didn't. But you didn't. didn't. That's like Maybe, my fantasy uh, team could have put up two hundred points it. this week, but they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, pulled, I pulled a Todd Gurley. I saw the end zone. I ran out of bounds. <laughs> Except that time that he accidentally scored. A first yeah. Shot. Maybe next episode I'll have too much momentum and I'll finish it. Yeah, I could see <laughs> you having too much momentum. I could see that. <laughs> a lot of energy today, Moose. What's going on? What are you drinking? Uh, Monster Energy drink? What's going on over there? Red no, Bull? I'm drinking uh, Miller Genuine Draft, but I'm pretty pumped because I uh, fully moved into my new home now. We've uh, painted all the rooms. We've got the floor trim up. We've got heating. We've got electricity. Uh, you know, I watched football at the house first Sunday, sat down on the couches. I got new couches delivered today. Wow, a lot of nice. stuff happened. Wow. Well, congratulations, yeah. Miss. That must feel good after a long co- journey through COVID to to do the new house. That must have yeah, been pretty. Uh, it's uh, It's been quite a wild ride. Yeah. Well, you wrote it well. Unlike uh, a Dallas not, Cowboy, you wrote not it. Not quite as wild <laughs> as season five of Buffy, but pretty wild. Well, we'll get into Buffy later. <laughs> Anthony, what are you drinking? Um, so another locale light beer, Coors Organic. Oh, gross! Very, very gross. Coors Organic. They're not. Okay. It's not that gross. Mm. It has more taste than the Molson. The Molson tasted like air. Like Molson. Anthony, like do you have to try hard to find these garbage beers? <laughs> no. Like I've never even I've never even seen these things. Like how do you? Like where do you go to find? Well, they're them? not. In, they're not in the beer aisle, Moose. They're in. They're in a separate aisle. I think they're next they to are, the soda. They're waters. definitely in the beer aisle. They are. There are more <laughs> than you would think because all the Michelob Ultras and the Coors Organic, they're all in the same spot. They're like half the freezer, the main freezer now. So, they're they're, they're trending upwards. Well, I'll take your word say. for that, Anthony. I don't know what it's like in BC, but I can only speak for Montreal. Uh, not much light beer in BC. You, you have to uh, search hard for them. They're, uh, they're buried behind all the IPAs. Um, kind of <laughs> like this uh, Hillbilly Ninja, which I think I've had before. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I feel like a Hillbilly Ninja because uh, I'm going to lose the – well, I have lost the Jermichael Hasty, Jerick McKinnon bet to Moose, which I'll have to chug later. So oh, I'm yes. having myself a Hillbilly Ninja. And my fantasy teams did very poorly this week, except for Dynasty League where I'm crushing Anthony. I don't know how you feel about that one, Anthony. Well – uh, a very poor performance by my <laughs> players. Uh, the big name guys, like the quarterbacks, actually finally did decent. Like Lamar Jackson didn't break twenty again, which sucks. Derrick Henry didn't break ten fantasy points. So rough. Uh, yeah, and then my flex options were just complete frigging garbage. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough when you're going up against rock stars like Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Locke. That's tough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Drew we'll Locke was looking later. like he was going to fail you all so bad. Garbage and then time. Garbage <laughs> yes, time. Yes, garbage time points. We'll talk about that later. All right. What game you guys want to get into first? Oh, before we do, guys, I just want to um, just pay tribute to we lost a an icon today. Uh, it was announced that Alex Trebek passed away at the age of 80. Uh, he succumbed to his battle with pancreatic cancer. Um, you know, it goes without saying that uh, – Alex Trebek was uh, was a legend, and uh, you know I always found him to be um, just represent class and dignity, uh, as he was the host of Jeopardy for so many years, and uh, he'll be missed. And he's a, a great Canadian 
uh, icons. So wanted to just pay tribute to him and, and just remember him uh, today. That's a tough loss. Also great mustache. Yeah, he did have a great mustache and it is Movember. So great point. <laughs> we'll, we'll miss Trebek. Um, all right. What game you guys want to talk about first? Ooh, our technical home team, because it seems to be the only NFL team that we've seen a lot of games of. But uh, the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. against the Seahawks. I think this wow. was like the best game fantasy wise. Uh compared to the other games. It was pretty interesting. It was pretty interesting. Josh Allen back came back hot this week. 36 fantasy points. Nothing Ooh. like the Seahawks defense to give you a bounce back week. And yeah. I don't I don't want to be the one to say it, but who did one of the touchdowns go to? I believe one of the touchdowns went to Mr. Gabriel Davis. I thought oh, I heard, yes. thought I'd heard that name before somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where is, though. Looks like might sure have been where. calling his name for a few weeks now. <laughs> Gabriel Davis, yeah, with 15 fantasy points. Uh, this he was the is, this sec- is it. The yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo. I'm telling you, there's 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 a shift in in the way they're they're playing the game. You know, when they got Stefan Diggs, they got Gabriel Davis there. Of course, John Brown, Cole Beasley as well. But you know, with Josh Allen under center, man, they're they're starting to toss that rock. And and a new guy too that might uh, you know hamper maybe Gabriel Davis or some other receivers Isaiah McKenzie, he ended up with nine point ten fantasy points. He had uh, he had a touchdown, yeah, and twenty five yards. But uh, another young receiver. But when you're playing like Moose said, the Seattle defense, you can spread the ball around everywhere. Or it was you, Dave. I don't remember who said it, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was all of us, but uh, yeah, I brought that up that you can expect multiple receivers to be good against uh, the Seahawks, and they were. Like you said, we had uh, Gabriel Davis was relevant. John Brown had 12 targets. He caught eight of them for 99 yards, and Stephon Diggs had 12 targets, caught nine of them for 118 yards. Neither of those guys scored a touchdown, but they were still very fantasy relevant, and that's what you yeah. like if you have And uh, I, this might be a little bit of a somber episode. I mean, we're talking about losses, Anthony's fantasy team. Dave's fantasy teams, but um, <laughs> on a more serious note, Josh Allen lost his grandmother last night oh, no. and uh, still decided to play. And this four touchdown, 415 yards was a, a tribute to her. It's 450 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Good for good for Josh Allen. Um, yeah, very good. And Zach Moss, another TD this mm-hmm. week, saved his uh, fantasy week with 11.8 fantasy points. Um, Tyler Lockett was bust again. Uh, DK Metcalf looked amazing, and uh, DJ Moore was the second receiver that did well. David and, Moore, David Moore, sorry, uh, is his D- name. And David Moore, you know, my question I've written down here, guys, is is David Moore fantasy relevant? He's had his past three games 7.3, 12.1, 15.1 points. He had six targets for 71 yards in the TD. He, I think, he only, I think he's only missed three weeks without a touchdown. David uh, Moore. Verify yeah, that would be something to verify. But I, I think he's 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 uh, a deep he's a deep fantasy option, you know. And uh, if you know, heaven forbid, Ty Lockett or, or DK Metcalf would ever get injured, D- David Moore would be a very good, very good. D- David, that- sorry, David Moore is also almost becoming like that tight end option that that Russ always used to go to. True, he did also target Will Disley and uh, Jacob Hollister a so- lot today, but yeah. <laughs> So David Moore has four touchdowns on the year, including this week. Um, one, like he never had a double-digit, uh, double-touchdown week. 
Um, but he is, I guess you would call him a boomer bust player because he's pretty much split down the middle for doing nothing or. Yeah, I would call him a desperation flex. Yes, a desperation yeah. flex. I like that. Kind of like when you're trying to pick up uh, pick up girls at the gym. Give him the desperation flex. <laughs> um, important to note, guys, uh, in terms of regular football and for fantasy moving forward, Seahawks O-line was a disaster. Russell Wilson was under pressure constantly. He was sacked five times. Um, and it looks like the trend is whoever is – if you're playing the Seahawks, start those fantasy options because their defense just hasn't figured it out yet. So that's something to watch going and forward. The good thing about Russell Wilson is even though he's under fire the whole game, he can still manage to produce to- oh, over yeah. 20 fantasy points. Oh, he'll figure it Where out. some of these other fucking jabroni quarterbacks can't break 20. Russell Wilson, like, listen, he's going to cook. So, like, he might get to the kitchen and you're like, oh, we're out of onions. Uh, we're low on salt and pepper. i be like, don't worry. I'm going to figure it out. Okay, give me the ingredients you have. I'm gonna get you some points. Do we do we call the Seattle Seahawks defense like the Origami Hawks at this point? <laughs> the Origami Hawks. Like is well, that like a paper airplane reference? Exactly. To the Hawks? I think well maybe instead of a Seahawk, we could go like a Lake Hawk or a Pond Hawk. You know? Maybe tone it I, down. Sea pigeon, I, you know? And uh, I'm a just for the defense. Just for the defense. And I'm a little disappointed. Like, I know this is more for real football, but um, Adams was back and Dunlap, you know, he had a sack in the game at one point. Um, but they Adam, didn't Adams change was anything. Adam, Adams got uh, re-injured during the game. Did he? Oh, he well, he, I, I, I don't know if it's a serious injury, but he was hampered. Uh, the old hamper. Hamper. It's good for laundry, but no good for fantasy football. No, All right, let's not. move on. Uh, one of the games I'd like to talk about, guys, is a game I got to watch just out of the corner of my out of my eye, really just watching the highlights. And that was the Atlanta Falcons against the Denver Broncos. Ooh, uh, yeah. 34 to 27 for the Falcons. First of all, Falcons, since they fired Dan Quinn, I think they're like three and one uh, or something like that. They're they're pretty good and they're not giving up leads anymore. It's pretty tremendous. And from a fantasy standpoint, this was quite the game. Drew Locke ended up very fantasy relevant. Um, you know, we talked about it pre-podcast. He had a lot of garbage time points. Still counts. He had 313 yards, two TDs. He rushed for a TD, rushed for 47 yards. He had 30 fantasy points on the day. The other Denver options, Lindsey and Gordon, were both busts on the week. That, that was risky if you're playing either of them against the Atlanta run defense, who's actually good. Jerry Judy, who was one of our starts of the week. Anthony, you were very high on him. He had 14 yes. targets, first of all. That's got to be a ding, 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 ding going off for everyone if Judy's potentially available or, you you know, if you have him on your team. Um, 14 targets is big. He caught seven for 125 yards in the TD. Noah Fant left the game with an ankle injury, which is important to note. He still got six points. He was one of our starts as well. Unfortunately, left with that injury. Something to look out uh, moving forward. The other option I want to bring up for Denver, guys, Tim Patrick. What are your thoughts on Tim Patrick? As a fantasy option. Um, I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that, too, because KJ Hamler is kind of in the same situation as uh, Patrick because, uh, well, Patrick had nine targets. uh, Hamler had 10. Um, Patrick had the touchdown, and Hamler had the yards. So I think Patrick was the guy after the Sutton injury. And then he got injured. Hamler also got injured at the beginning of the season. So he had to be the guy, too. Yeah. And then he went down. So I think they're just all over the place with anybody after Judy. Would uh, you, definitely so, so you not would say Deshaun Hamilton. No. 
It's more like go to night Sean Hamilton because he's sleeping. Um, but so you guys would say you're comfortable with Jerry Judy as the number one option in Denver and, and, a, and a good fantasy option moving forward? Uh, I think it'll it'll still be matchup based because we've okay. seen him like he's been the main guy there, but he's had some bus weeks because yep. I think he's still learning to play in the NFL. And it's usually harder for receivers to get acclimated to, I guess, like how big people are in the, the aggressiveness. Good use, good use of the word acclimated, Anthony. Way to bring some uh, some vernacular to the podcast. It, 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 it almost threw me off what I wanted to say. But... <laughs> My point was? was my point was <laughs> definitely take Denver's game with a grain of salt because they were playing yeah. the poorest the Atlanta. Atlanta Pigeons. Yeah, and just to give you an idea, Judy's only had two double-digit weeks in half-point PPR. He had 21 this week, and he had 13 points against the Jets in week four, the Balsawood Jets. Every other mm. week is single-digit. Mm. So he'll have the targets, but if they're playing a good D – um, he'll he'll struggle. Like the next week, they have uh, Las Vegas. I think that's a not sure. I think Vegas that's is all over matchup. the place. That's a good matchup. Yeah. Vegas has really struggled this year on defense. Miami, who has a good deed the week after. So I think he'll he might be okay next week. But and I'm not saying it's yet to be seen. I'm not saying you should do this, but depending on your situation. <laughs> This might be a really good opportunity to trade off Jerry Judy to the Denver fan in your league and try to get something if you're weak at another position. Um, well, that applies to almost no one because how many Denver fans are there in your leagues? <laughs> Unless you're uh, listening from Colorado. No, oh, that's what saying, all those people living in Denver. <laughs> um, oh, my God. That's fair. Maybe there's some Denver fans from back in the day when they had uh, – was it Terrell Davis was their big uh, and Shannon Sharp, you know, back in the day? Yeah. John Elway. I mean, they've, they've had some good teams over the years. All right. On the Atlanta side of the ball, guys, real quick, Matty Ice, decent game. You know, he's he's back up there being a fantasy relevant uh, quarterback. Moose, sorry to, sorry to report that. 284 yards, three TDs. He had 23 points. Um, Gurley had a touchdown that saved his day again. I still think it's trouble for Todd Gurley. Uh, he only had 2.8 yards per carry. That's not looking good. So if he doesn't score a touchdown, he's going to be a bust. Um, and then uh, probably the most consistent tight end in the league besides Travis Kelsey, Hayden Hurst, 9.7 fantasy points. He was 7 for 62 yards. Uh, Julio Jones, touchdown on the day. Not bad. Nothing on Hayden yeah. Hurst, guys. Another consistent week. Just, just rolling along, plugging away. Yeah, but it'd be interesting to see, you know, it, when Calvin Ridley comes back, uh, just how much Hayden Hurst sees that ball. Actually, Hayden Hurst does his best when Julio's in the game. He does his best when everybody's there. That's when he has his best weeks, usually. So, yeah. Moose, any games you'd like to discuss? Uh, no, that, I think uh, tickled your we, fancy. Uh, I think we discussed my games. Uh, oh, maybe uh, okay. Cardinals, Cardinals, Dolphins. Oh, well, that, yes. that was a thriller. That was yeah. a thriller. And look out. The Miami Dolphins are five and three, guys. <laughs> like, What is the deal? Are they a legit team? For sure. I mean, I think the biggest problem with Miami was their defense. You know, their offense was had talent. I just think they couldn't. They couldn't pull it together. It's kind of like how Cleveland has all the assets. They just can't seem to pull it together. I think that was Miami. 
Miami now has a lot of talent. They're pulling it together. Tua looked a lot better today. Uh, you know, I had a pretty good game. But I was more excited on the Cardinals side of things. I've been hanging on to Christian Kirk. You know, I've been he's the guy, you know, and then of course DeAndre Hopkins came at the start of the season. But mm-hmm. I mean, the deep threat is clearly Christian Kirk. Again, another 70 plus yard touchdown uh to Christian. It's yeah, he was incredible. five for 125 yards in a TD. That's pretty big. Yeah. And Kyler Murray, as usual, has hasn't had a week below 20 fantasy points yet. He's Kyler Murray fantastic. Electric. He hasn't had that many yeah. below 30 fantasy points. Like the kid's incredible. Yeah. Like another he's, three he's three killing. passing TDs, another rushing TD. He rushed for I think almost 100 yards today. Um, he like when he I when think. he scrambles, holy smokes! He yeah. Is... So he's had three. He's had three over 30 point weeks, and then the rest have been pretty much above 25, except yeah. for one week. It's crazy. So. It's redonkulous. He's so he's looking only, like he's gonna be the guy. If uh, only a podcast that you guys that people were listening to out there had predicted him to be one of the top QBs this year, if not the number one QB. He he oh, looks wait, like he looks like uh Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes, but faster. Uh, like the way he scrambles, uh, the way yeah. he drops out of the pocket, it's just he faster. is faster. He is faster. It's yeah. incredible. And, and just to to give you guys an update, so Patrick Mahomes has moved into number one now. Kyler Murray is number two. Wilson, mm-hmm. number three. Josh Allen, number four, who was our other guy to finish up yes. top. Um, and, of course, Kyler Murray had his bye week, and Kansas City has theirs next week. So that's right. why Patrick Mahomes is leading. Kyler Murray will most likely move back in the first spot uh, if all goes well. Um, Chase Edmonds, guys, we, you know, everyone was raving. Kenyon Drake's out. Chase Edmonds has been so good. With limited touches, look what he's going to do when he gets tons of touches. Guess what? 10 fantasy points. He rushed the ball 25 times, but only for 70 yards, and he only caught two, three passes for 18 yards. This this tends to happen, guys. Like when you have a change of pace back who is used to just coming in on third down or whatever it is and catches a screen pass or a draw play for big yardage, when they have to be the every down guy, sometimes this happens. So. I'm sure people who play Chase Evans, like myself, um, were a little disappointed with that. I, I agree with you, Dave, but I would also chalk this week up to the Miami defense. Yeah, but he did, like, nobody was starting him as a main guy before. He's just kind of like a spot start for anybody that picked him up off the waiver wire. Yeah. Or if you're a Kenyon Drake owner, you're just putting him in for now. So I guess he's probably in your f- sitting in most people's flex spot. So if you got 10 points... He didn't. He didn't ruin your week, but I guess a lot of people did expect him, you know, to just like. Well, he did get all the touches. He was the only guy. He had 25 carries, 70 yards, and then caught three passes for yeah. 18. I guess if he had gotten into the re- into the end zone, that would have made a bigger yeah. difference for sure. And I'm surprised he didn't get, th- like, he only had three targets. And like I said, he caught all three of them. But I was expecting him to be thrown to a little bit more. Me too. Me too. But uh, Kyler Murray loves throwing the ball, so have, have we scrambling instead of checking down? We haven't spoken Cowboys Steelers, have we? We haven't. I don't really want to talk about it as a Steelers okay, fan. I, I just I just do it but... real quick. I just wanted to I just wanted to segue <laughs> in real quick. I want to say that sure. backups who do look good, Tony Pollard looks fantastic running the ball. 
He did. And he what does. is the deal with Zeke? Is he, you guys remind me, he was dealing with hamstring. hamstring injury this week? What's the deal? Hamstring. Hamstring, okay. bruised ego. Hampered Hammy. by his hamstring. Bruised ego. He, he looked better in the second half, though, but he's definitely dealing with something. And Tony Pollard does look better. Like he, Tony Pollard passes the eye test. Is it, uh, I think, old, how old, how old, how old is us, Zeke Anthony now? Anthony hit us with acclimated and passing the eye test. Jeez, Anthony. Um, how pass. how old is Zeke these days? <laughs> Good expression. Uh, he's still pretty young, I think. Uh, we can we can have producer Jim checking check right. But he's twenty five. Um, he's twenty five. Okay, twenty five. There you go. Thanks, producer Jim. Um, yeah, then that's not. That but how do you guys good. feel about him now? He's had four weeks in a row of below eight fantasy points. Well, that's the thing. I, I, mean, I, I couldn't remember. How, I, was I couldn't remember how old he was, and I wanted to say that maybe he's dealing with feeling oh. <laughs> but it doesn't like, seem, that this, doesn't seem to be the case. Like, this is clear, Boomer Bus. It was like, starts the season, five games, 15 fantasy points and over in all his games, and then now just four games in a row. And then he has his bye week this coming uh, week 10. So he is not looking well, good. Well, maybe the bye week will be good for him. You know, he gets healthy. They get Andy Dalton healthy. They come back. And maybe they, well, they kind of figure yeah. it out. They looked – listen – they looked okay with uh, Gilbert Godfrey in the ba- uh, behind center as <laughs> as the quarterback. They were okay. They were giving Pittsburgh a run. I think Pittsburgh was real surprised. They were probably, you know, every they're professional. They're professional athletes. So Dallas is going to come out as professional athletes, and they have pride to play the game. Pittsburgh are professional athletes, but still, you have that tendency to like overlook a bottom team. Be like, ah, we're going to go to eight. No, we're thinking about the next game, whatever. And listen, they, Dallas gave them a run for their money. Pittsburgh got lucky to win this game, uh, to win it 24-19. I'll tell you that much. And, of course, a little scare for Pittsburgh. And for me as a Steelers fan, Big Ben hurt his, tweaked his knee, and it was like, oh, boy. I thought they should have pulled him out again. And pulled him out. But I, apparently it's not serious. He, he finished the game, played okay. So, Moose, and, how upset uh, were you about James Conner only getting 22 yards on the ground today? Uh, yeah, very strange. I mean, I'm, I'm, I hope it's not an injury. I mean, obviously he was playing. I didn't see any news about an injury. I don't think it's cause for concern. No. I think they just game scripted. Uh, they're playing Dallas. They probably just rested him. They probably just didn't think they needed to ground and pound. Except they were behind, and like they had a couple series there where they were using McFarland as the feature guy. Maybe they, you're right. Maybe they planned like, hey, we're gonna see what the rookie can do against Dallas this week. And that was the plan coming in. I mean, and he only got six. I think he only got three. McFarland only got three carries, I think. Three carries, but he caught a bunch out of the backfield, two. And by a bunch, I mean two. But it seemed like there was a whole series where it was just. Yeah, three three carries, two receptions. Yeah. Well, they were struggling. So maybe they were trying to get something going, see if that would be a good change of pace. But um... guys, fill in the blank. The leading target targeted receiver for Pittsburgh was. Juju. Washington. Yeah, it was actually Chase Claypool, gentlemen, with 13 oh. targets today. Caught eight for 69. Ayo. Um, he was definitely featured quite a bit today. Uh, they were looking for him a lot. And uh, Deontay Johnson finished the whole game, just fantastic. He had 10 targets, caught six for 77. Juju had a touchdown. Eric Ebron had a touchdown. James Washington had a touchdown. Mm, Eric Ebron had a touchdown. Mm. Mm. We told, well, that was a waiver wire pickup, right? Was that, that we said? this? No, it was last week. Right, but we told you to put him on your team. Pick him. He's, yeah, he's because of all the injuries that are happening. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I'm going to transition us over to another game here, which I think we don't need to go into great detail, but um, Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks, again, Oof. both big weeks. So they are not boomer bust players this year. So you can, like, it's crazy to me that they're just, like, killing it. I'm telling you, Will Fuller is going to Will Fuller is going to do everybody dirty in the playoffs. He's going to goose egg. <laughs> what does that mean, Moose? For those who aren't familiar with the expression, "do you dirty?" <laughs> well, I did. I said he's going he's to goose egg us any minute now. That hamstring oh, okay. is his hamstring is I like guess. is like a thin piece of dental floss, and that it's going to snap any second now. <laughs> and the, and the is it mint? Thing? Is it mint flavored at least? Uh, not even mint, mint flavor dental floss. Oh, okay. <laughs> not even. But I think the scare, the scary thing about him too is that he gets like Brandon Cooks is getting majority of the targets. So Brandon Cooks is more likely to have the good week over Fuller going down the line because he'll have more opportunities. Fuller kind of like he caught five for five. If he drops a couple of those, like uh, he could. Uh, yeah, but he really only needs one you. catch. He only needs one reception right. for eighty yards and a touchdown, and there you go. He's golden. And then um, what I wanted to mention uh, on the other side of the ball is that DJ well, Chark. We should, Anthony, we should highlight that we said to start Brandon Cooks. He was one of our starts of the week. And he, yes. if you started him, he got you 15 points this week. Well, I was I was going to say it in a different way, but uh, oh, okay. you, you, you jumped the gun on that uh, one. But I'm I was going to say I'm all excited. But uh, I'll say the opposite end. One of our sits, which was uh, DJ Chark Jr., uh, fucked me and Dave. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? And like, it, and Moose, so he, we like, all he sat bent him us. in the league. He <laughs> bent us right over, and like, and it wasn't pleasant. Well, um, you know why? He heard that we decided to sit him, and we he was one of our sits of the week. So he said, "Watch this, guys. I'm gonna do you dirty." And, he's, and I would have, <laughs> just I would have won in the, the the one league that I have him. I would have won if I put him in. Yeah, it hurts. So it's it's pretty pretty sad, and I'm pretty fucking upset about it. Um, Tell us how you really feel. It's all Should we have Jake, a rant? Do you want a rant? It's Jake Luton's fault, or Lutton, or whatever his name is. Jake Luton, I mean, got to be well, Jake Luton, got to be the top waiver wire pickup of the week, right, guys? I I am well, not a Jacksonville fan, but after this week, I am definitely a glutton for Lutton, and <laughs> you know, I'd like uh, to see I'd like uh, to see more of this guy. Should you put Jake Lutton on your bench? Should you put I, Lutton I, on I your team? I don't know. It's it's tough because at this point, at this point. In the in the year, like you, you pretty much should have your team. But if you're streaming right. quarterbacks, I think you should mm-hmm. definitely. Well, if you're put, like a Kirk Cousins on, or like on. Jared Goff owner, yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> he's got favor, like he's playing Green Bay next week. Not so bad. Pittsburgh, nah, that's probably bad. And then he has Cleveland, Minnesota, Tennessee, which they are pretty decent matchups to get some points. Uh, I I would advise everyone to like let's not do that though. <laughs> don't take Jake Lutton. Let's wait. Um, I'd be worried for Gardner Minshew. Um, certainly uh, after yeah. that performance, but they still didn't win the game. They still lost twenty-seven to twenty-five, and uh, it's about W's. So we'll see if Minshew ends up coming back and taking a spot. I I yeah. would think that Gardner Minshew is uh, sitting in his home, uh, drowning his sorrows in Bud Light. No, no, he's fine. He's got his he's got his jorts on. He's lo- he's loving life. I don't think he gets too affected by these things. He's fine, but he could. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's sure. maybe that's his problem. <laughs> maybe he should feel a little more affected. 
If you're if you're looking at the stat line from this game, by the way, uh, don't be confused by the by your D Johnsons. Make sure you don't get your D Johnsons mixed up. You don't want them to be confused and then cross paths. Someone's uh, D Johnson. Johnson was, someone's D Johnson got bent out of shape this week. Yes, and one D Johnson went off, and it was Duke Johnson who went for twelve points, uh, forty-one yards. Well, I wouldn't call it going off. Sounds like I mean, a messy for a affair for Duke Johnson. <laughs> For Duke Johnson, that's going off. Sounds like a messy <laughs> affair, no matter which D Johnson you're holding on to. Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> um, oh man, Duke Johnson always makes me think of uh, Duke Silver from Parks and Recreation. Um, mm. One of the main guys there. Uh, what's his name? What's the? What's his real name? But it's his alter ego, Duke Johnson, and he's hilarious. I can't remember. Spoiler. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Thank you, Anthony. I knew we kept you on the podcast for something. Can we move I on love from this that game? show? Also a great mustache. Yes. A phenomenal mustache. All right, guys. One more game worth mentioning is Vikings-Lions. Vikings won 34-30. That's two wins in a row for the Vikings. Uh, if you have no, no, Dalvin no, 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 Cook. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's two, win, it's two wins for Dalvin Cook. It is two wins for Dalvin Cook. Like, why does, the exactly rest of the, right. why does the rest of the offense even come on the field? Just give him the offensive line. <laughs> Dalvin Cook. No, they should set up 10 offensive linemen and snap the ball directly to Dalvin and just exactly. go for it. Exactly. That's what they should do. The guy is unbelievable. Listen, guys, 260 yards on the ground. I'll say it again. 206 yards on the ground, two TDs, uh, two catches for 46 yards as if he needed those. Is he the best running back in the league when he's healthy? Yeah, I mean, he's – yeah. It's – yeah. You that, put him I mean, above Kamara? What about from a fantasy standpoint? Would you put him above Kamara right now? I don't. Well, Who would you I rather have for the rest oh, of the year? Hold on, hold on. A couple of things that you need to put into perspective here. I'll answer for this. Uh, if maybe if Kamara was on Minnesota, I mean, maybe you know, I think Kamara is just as talented as Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin Cook's in a unique situation where that you know they give him the ball so much. Um, well, actually, I think I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. say this. This is what I'll say. I will. I'm a big Kamara fan, but I would have to go with Dalvin Cook because Dalvin Cook is more like has more opportunities to get the touchdown. Um, yes. He has 12 on the year. Um, Kamara has four rushing, but three receiving. Um, and uh, sorry, Dalvin Cook has one receiving as well. So I just think Kamara will get you the yard. So he's like. You you don't have to worry about Dalvin Cook and Kamara. I just think Dalvin Cook gets a slight bump because when they're in the red zone, you know it's going to him. You, you won't be like, oh, Madison's going to vulture the touchdown. But with Kamara, Latavius Murray could vulture the touchdown. That could be his only points in the game. So hmm. I like Dalvin yeah. Cook. If I'm, he's I'm, having a, I'm having a bit of a thing where my memory's coming back a bit. And I sort of remember this <laughs> dynasty that I was in one time. And I had Dalvin Cook. For the two years that no, is no, 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 that, that dynasty sorry, doesn't no, exist. Please go no, no, no. on. It what dynasty exist. do you speak it's of? Moose, moose, moose. I'm not entirely sure. It's it's very foggy, but I seem to have this mm, memory mm-hmm. of Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. but not really because his knees were a disaster and mm-hmm. he, he wasn't even playing. So for me, in those foggy memories, Moose, are you coming up with uh, a? Are so, there any dynasty uh, champions in those foggy memories? Years? No, I really only remember Dalvin mm. Cook. But, oh, the th- okay, okay. but uh. that's that's the biggest <laughs> thing for me is that, sure, he's great. He's fantastic, super talented, tons of fantasy points. But I feel that's always the looming 
dark cloud above him. At any minute, one of his knees could could blow out again, and then that's it. Boom, you're gone. But I don't think that's enough of a deterrent at this point to stay away from Dalvin Cook. He's he's obviously incredible. Absolutely, and uh, guys, I think uh, you know you mentioned Alvin Kamara a few times. I think in honor of the new vice president elect of the United States, Kamala Harris, we should start calling him Alvin Kamara. Um, that's what I'm going to go with from now on. So uh, Alvin Kamara versus Dalvin Cook could go either way. Okay. Uh, also in the Vikings Lions game, uh, T.J. Hawkinson ended up with a decent game, scored a touchdown, five catches for 39 yards. Marvin Jones had a touchdown. We told you he was a waiver wire pickup with Galdale. Who, who did? Who did? Marvin, Marvin no, no, Jones. That's Marvin Jones versus Deontay Johnson, and I still say Deontay Johnson's way better. Well, um, did he leave the game at one point again for like potential concussion? Like, I believe he didn't Anthony, have a big week. We've already, I believe, we've already I believe dealt with word, all our D Johnsons. I don't know why was, you're bringing it back. There was up. another big word that was used a few weeks ago irrelevant. Marvin Jones is irrelevant. Yeah. Irrelevant. Yes. So it looks like somebody is getting comfortable with that word as well. All right. Well, Marvin Dave. Jones, guys, caught three catches for 43 yards. So if one of them wasn't a touchdown, he would have been irrelevant. And but when Galladay comes back, but, he will continue to be irrelevant. But touchdowns, but he got a touchdown, right? Right. So, so you guys all knew Kenny Galladay would be, uh, be yeah, injured. If, and if Deontay Johnson sure. didn't catch any balls, yeah. he wouldn't have had any no, fantasy points. No, 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 points. no. Hey, now Dave is being the smartass. We, we, we said that he will be relevant once Kenny Galladay went down. We no, no, we're saying talking about it. preseason. You guys all no, picked Marvin Jones over Deontay Johnson. Preseason. Well, yeah, yes. because well, that's fair yeah. to say because they have to spread the ball around, and Deontay Johnson is very injury prone, mm. so it's not far fetched. He wasn't injury prone before this year. Also, preseason, preseason, was. Juju Anyways. was the guy, so you know it's it's not outrageous. Okay, um, guys, Lions backfield. Hmm. It was split. DeAndre Swift, thirteen carries. Adrian Peterson, eight carries. Neither of them were very relevant. What do you do with the Lions backfield moving forward? I'm sorry. If they weren't relevant, they were what? Sorry? Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yes. I'm putting Detroit in the category of, like, Dallas players, and I might even throw Las Vegas in there, of, like, teams that just seem to, like, bend you over and, like, ruin your day. Because, like, you can't trust the— It's Matt Patricia. (laughs) They've got so much like DeAndre Swift is very talented. They just gotta let him run. You know, I I just don't understand Detroit. They should give him the ball more, but they're not. So it's something to be aware of for fantasy owners of uh Swift. Can you drop Peterson at this point? Is Adrian Peterson droppable? I, I think yeah. it really just depends on your situation. I mean, running backs are hard to come by. He's a he's a desperation flex. Right. Uh, the old desperation flex. <laughs> also, it'd be great to get one of those on the Instagram. Either one of you. I know Anthony's been training a little bit harder. Maybe he's got a, a, a desperation uh, flex. I wouldn't say Anthony's been training hard. He just talks about it more. But uh, your boy trains very hard. He just drinks double IPAs after sessions. That's all. <laughs> I can still probably smoke you guys in a race. Easily. In a running race? I would say yes, probably. Yeah, but strength wise, I think you guys got me beat on that. Yeah. Moose has all the different strength categories. We're like a hundred pounds heavier than you are. 
Well, nobody can see us, so I have to say it out loud. You guys are making fun of me of the training. Like, mo- like it's all fun and games here, but, like, I've been training hard for a fucking long time. Listen, you don't want to mess with Moose when he's had a couple beers because all of his different strengths come into f- to play. His regular strength, his drunken strength, and his old man strength. They make this this virtual trifecta, and he's literally – I've seen it, guys. Like, literally, it's unbelievable. I, I lifted David like, above you know my when, head once. You know when – Oh yeah, you know when you know when moms like a kid's trapped under their car and they lift up the car. That's Moose when he's had a few beers, you know. Except it's, it's like just, an adrenaline boost. Yeah, he's just he's just <laughs> mm, it's like spinach for Popeye. So, <laughs> all right, um, guys, a couple more games worth mentioning. Uh, Kansas City over Carolina, thirty-three to thirty-one. This was close. Carolina had a chance to win it with like a sixty-seven yarder. That wasn't going to happen, but they were in the they were in the territory. Um, CMC back. And oh, is he back? Boy, sixty-nine. Yeah, that's, that's the real reason why you beat me this week. If you didn't have him, I think it would have been a little bit more competitive. If, if I didn't, didn't like have my best points. player in Dynasty, I wouldn't have beat you. I'm a come yeah. on, come on, man. Yeah, but you just <laughs> got him back this week. Quint, like it had to happen against me, right? Like, yeah, it did. The fantasy gods did not shine upon you tonight, my son. No, but I'm pretty sure you still would have beaten me. Th- like Drew Locke, 30 points. Like, get serious. How did that happen? Yeah, 37 I still have your boy McCaffrey. Mike Evans to play currently right now. Hopefully it doesn't bust. Well, well if <laughs> I, in this case, like, if it was close, I would have taken Moose aside and said he was going to bust because I'd want him to. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, it doesn't matter at this point, so hopefully he does kill anyway, it. Anyway, CMC in half point PPR at 32 points, 69 yards with a rush GD, and 10 for 10 through the air for 82 yards and a touchdown. Holy smokes. Um, McCaffrey legitimately could catch up to Ezekiel Elliott, guys. And then I win that bet. Just saying. <laughs> That's legitimate. Hey, guys, is Curtis Samuel legitimate now? Is he like, I know we talked about him. Moose picked him up in one of his leagues, and we said, ah, we don't know if he's. He had nine targets, caught all nine for 105 wait, yards in the touchdown. Wait, do you guys remember what I said about him? What did you say? I said, Definitely play him against Kansas City because they're going to have to get creative to try and beat them. Ah. And he did. And he did. Um, but I still think that going forward, he won't be this good. I think he'll be serviceable some games depending on their matchups in the future, uh, depending like if it's a weekday or not. But uh, I, I think like this was like his last really good week. Hmm. Yeah, I was okay. going to say uh, two weeks, you know, good for him. Let's let's see if he can pull it off again. Yeah. Yeah. And other than that. Fair enough. Um, other important, like Teddy Bridgewater, guys, 310 yards, two touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. He had 28 fantasy points. Uh, you know, is he more than a streaming option? Like we've talked about him as a streaming option, uh, depending on the matchup. This was against a good Kansas City defense. Is he is he rosterable as a quarterback? I I think, I so. think you can stream. Is that him. something uh, you can get acclimated to, Anthony? I I, I wouldn't feel good <laughs> telling somebody to go with Teddy Bridgewater for the rest of the season. I'd say you okay. could stream him based on matchup, but uh, I I wouldn't feel confident saying Teddy is he's very yeah, he's I very think... fragile. He could get he could get injured. Yeah. I just feel like if you're like a golf, if you went into the season with like golf as your lead guy, and then you're having the season like he's having the season like he's having now, I think a good guy to have on your bench if you have space is Teddy Bridgewater because mm-hmm. then you can just kind of slot them in at the right matchups. 
Uh, but he, if if you went with him as your starting QB for the whole season, then you need a guy like a Goff on your bench because you can't, you don't know what he's going to do week to week. Like yeah. this was his best week of the year. Like he's been very. Um, all over the place, fantasy points wise. So, also, if you went with Teddy Bridgewater as your guy at the start of the season, then you need to listen to our podcast harder, and yeah. maybe at the start of the season, because that was probably not the greatest idea. <laughs> That's fair enough. Th- there were better uh, also options. in this game. Also in this game, Robbie Anderson, thirteen targets, he caught nine for sixty-three, so he was eight. DJ Moore, guys, talk about boomer bust. Three targets, caught yeah. two for eighteen yards. This is Mr. Boomer Bus right now. I, I, I was not. I was never. Well, agreed. I was, but I, I was never a fan of DJ Moore. I never thought that he was going to have a fantastic season. All right. Um, on the other side of the ball, Patty Money Mahomes was amazing as he is. Um, he's slowly, as we talked about, taking over as the you know showing that he's the best QB in the league. And even for fantasy, Kelsey was amazing. Tyree Kill was amazing. But what about Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Lev Bell? What do you do here, guys? They had, like, no rushing in this game. Kansas City just decided not to rush. Like, are you concerned if you own Alaire or Lev Bell? Uh, Well, you shouldn't shouldn't be playing Lev Bell. Like, I'm playing him in the Dynasty because we're a massive, like, starting roster. Right. But you should not be starting Lev Bell. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's up in the air because none of them are really rushing. But I think Edwards Hilaire is on the field more. And, like, you see he went to him. Mahomes went to him in the red zone, like, uh, threw him. He caught a touchdown. A pass. He caught a touchdown. Yeah, that's it. So... I just think Lev Bell is not really going to – he might have one or two games that he, like, does get in for a touchdown and then might have a decent week. But it's Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He's going to struggle, but he is the best for opportunity. Kansas City is a bit of a double-edged sword. They've got weapons everywhere. So, you know, either – and it seems like either they're going to go through the air or they're going to run it on the ground – and it's the same way as trying to figure out which receiver is going to get it. Is it going to be a Kelsey week? Is it going to be a Tyreek Hill week? You know, are they going to well, just so run far, it well, it's so far Kelsey, Kelsey week. So far, Kelsey and Hill are locks. <laughs> they are two of the most consistent players in fantasy football this season. Of course. Yeah. But, I yeah. mean, and Sammy Watkins isn't uh, the worst when he's out there having a good day. We've seen Michael Hardman perform. Uh, you yeah. know, even Byron Pringle had a huge week. Uh, you know, uh What's well, the other guy, you Robinson, know why, then, you know, so this is it. And you know what? I'm really surprised that Pringle didn't continue to have good weeks because once you pop, you can't stop. That's it. That, well, that's, that's, that's Pring- been my that's thought. That's Pringle's motto. That's been my thought for yeah. two weeks. How did they yeah. stop? I've been meaning to find Andy Reid on Instagram and ask him how he stopped mm-hmm. once he popped. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, guys, last thing I want to talk about was Vegas and Chargers came down to the last play. Of course, leave it to a, of course it a, a game in Nevada coming down to the last second and a review that took way too uh-huh. long. Sounds like the Nevada vote counters were in charge of the uh, review for the touchdown at the end of the game there. But um, the Raiders pulled it off 31 to 26. But regardless, um, the Chargers had more fantasy, I think, more fantasy relevant options in the game. Herbert. Still looking good. 326 yards, two TDs. Uh, Keenan Allen was awesome. He, had, he caught nine for 103 in a touchdown. Mike Williams was relevant. And then here's what I want to ask you guys. Chargers um, lost Justin Jackson on, on the basically the first play of the game, 
went out with a knee injury. Um, so they had Josh Kelly and um, but oh Tremaine Pope God. wasn't wasn't relevant. It was Kalen Bullage <laughs> who got 69 yards and a touchdown. It's what? Bullage. Uh, I like Bullage. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's Bullage. What do you think about uh, Kalen Bullage? Potential option here or what? No, Talk about it tomorrow? No, 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 don't. No, 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 no. no. Don't uh, don't fall into the Bullage trap. I mean, he <laughs> how many teams was Put he on before? On yeah, how many teams was he on before they were like, okay, you can join our team. Like the guy is uh he's probably not the greatest at the best of times. Maybe he just had a good week. You know, he had his Wheaties this morning. I would not go down right, that road. So it, I mean, Kalen. But hey, I think it, that's it, concerning for Kelly. It yeah, is concerning for Josh Kelly for sure. I would say give it another week. I just week don't think they trust him. Kelly? Yeah, I don't think they trust Josh Kelly. Uh, you yeah, know, apparently he has. Uh, there's been some attitude issues. Oh, uh, motivation issues. Apparently, he's um, not working uh, as hard as he well, should. That's be. something you never want to hear. How do you not be motivated to be a starting running back in the NFL? Yeah, and so uh, what, let's, what was let's, the let's, put this, let's put this into perspective here. 162, the, Anthony. The Jets got rid of Kalen Balish. Let's yeah. put that. The Jets are a premier organization now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they they didn't think <clears throat> Kalen Bollage was good enough to be on their team. Anthony Josh Kelly for a bet needed 162 rush attempts, and uh, he's at 82. He's at 82, so he needs quick math 80 more. And Oof. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. He needs if, 10 per if game. We both he needs 10 lose, per game. then we both drink. I know. We both drink two, Anthony. Well, I definitely drink. Yeah. Yeah, two. And then. Yeah, that's quite the beer bet. That's going to be interesting. It's going to yeah. come down to the wire, I think. All right. Nothing on the Raiders side really worth mentioning. Josh Jacobs was okay because he scored well, a touchdown. Except, except Derek Carr. Derek Carr actually looked uh, half, half decent. Wow, Moose, you you wanted to bring up the I'm car? So, Are you taking him out of the driveway? Are you taking him out of the garage? Points is half decent. Yeah, half decent real football. Yeah, you look at fantasy and below Anthony, decent. I'm not even talking. I'm talking Derek Carr standards. <laughs> half decent for Derek uh, Carr. You see that dive? Uh, what a guy! This is his. This is his second to worst week this year. This is not his average week for fantasy. But what? But they won the yeah. game. But and uh, Moose, what I'd really like to know is how did his eyeliner look today? <laughs> I didn't look, but I'm sure he had it on. Was it? It was a thick. Yeah. By the way, we have not yet heard from anyone if they have found out uh, proof or evidence that Derek Carr, in fact, wears eyeliner for his game, some sort of mascara. Mm-hmm. We'd love to know for sure. Please. Send us an email or drop us a line at uh, any of our social media accounts, 3bfantasypod at gmail.com, on Facebook, on Twitter. It's the same thing, 3bfantasypod. Hit us up. And I just want to mention, I'm playing Moose's girlfriend in one league. And she has a name. It's Jessica. It's Jersica. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, <laughs> It was getting kind of close, and then she has Jared Cook, and I have the Tampa Bay defense. And what does Jared Cook do? Fumble just before he enters the end zone. Amazing. So that's a swing both ways because you have the Tampa defense. Exactly. But Tom Tom Brady not looking so good. New Orleans up uh, about about 14 nothing right now. We'll talk about that game tomorrow. Any other games, guys, or did we cover everything that you wanted to mention? 
Um, well, I think we need to mention this for real. Um, it's a very disappointing week because I know a lot of people thought Des Bryant was going to kill it, but uh, he had got no passes. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it's, I mean, it's his first real. game. It's his first game. No, back. no, it, that, that was the joke. Yeah, I don't think anybody oh, okay. really but, um, thought he was going to kill it. Right. But you never know what that. They have rando receivers and they don't like giving the ball to Marquise Brown. The so. man hustles. But anyway, the man hustles. And we'll see if Antonio Brown hustles tonight. Yeah, Anthony, your guy. We're going to talk about the Baltimore game, but your guy, Mark Andrews, who's your starting tight end in Dynasty. Not so good. Only caught three for twenty-two. I guess you would you would have liked to have Hayden Hurst this week in Dynasty. I guess. No comment. <laughs> I would rather. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. We got to soak in these moments because they are they're rare. They're rare. So I'll soak them in when they happen. All right, guys. Uh, have, no buff uh, updates I, for you, Moose. No, I, not really. It's. Um, it's getting. Uh, it's less about the vampires now. It's more about uh, romantic relationships. A little bit boring, but I'll keep you guys posted when something exciting happens. But I do have something That's to say. Fair. I was uh, mucking about on my phone today, and I found a very fun football game uh, in the App Store. It's called Ooh. Retro Bowl. It's uh, like little <laughs> pixelated football players. But oh. you're like a GM, so you have to you have to do a draft every season. You know, you have to get coaching staff. You have to build your rehab facilities, your stadium, your training facilities. And I just started playing it. It's, it's a lot of fun. It kind of sounds like is it the gameplay like Techno Bowl original yes. Nintendo Techno yes. Bowl? Yes, it looks it looks oh. just like looks just well, like Techno great. Bowl. But I'm definitely gonna get that. Yeah, but there's like a it's it's uh, it's really fun. Very simple to play. And uh, it's been a blast for the few hours that I've had it. Oh, great! Well, Retro Bowl, not a sponsor, but wow, I like it. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna uh, message as far as them. TV, you I'll should message them. them. I'll tell as far them we, as TV we, shows go, guys, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, I just tell them we we talked them up on the podcast. Okay, <laughs> good. They'll be pumped. Um, I finished watching Queen's Gambit on Netflix. It is a must-watch. It's a limited series, seven episodes, but it plays like a movie. The quality is fantastic. The acting, the lead actress, whew, she is phenomenal. Um, quite the show. Quite the show. And if you like chess at all, even if you don't like chess, you'll you'll love it. Very, very good show. Highly recommend. All right. Anthony, any shows for us? No, nothing right now. Anthony, Just watching some Bob's Burgers. Anthony doesn't watch TV because he's too busy in the gym. Oh, true. He's only watching his games. Yeah. He's not watching TV. <laughs> oh, and the gains, the gains will be had. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that about does it for this episode of the podcast. As always, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Ciao.